0: Hello, everyone. Welcome back. My name is Jeff Mendelson, and this is the One Big Tip podcast. My guest today is Miriam Ortiz Epino. Miriam is a certified professional organizer and money breakthrough business coach. As a simplicity expert, she specializes in helping busy busy creative entrepreneurs uh, connect organization, productivity, and money mindset to build wealth and live in a more satisfying life. Miriam's approach involves using flexible systems that enable her clients to do their best work while managing their, their resources effectively. Her coaching services are designed to help clients simplify their lives, reduce stress and achieve their financial goals. With Miriam's support, entrepreneurs can streamline their business, gain clarity and achieve success on their own terms. This is going to be a fun episode today. I love talking organization because I think it really helps, especially when I need to declutter this, you know, this space that I have in front of me. So I'm going to definitely be hitting up for some free advice here. Miriam, thank you so much for joining me and welcome to the show.
1: Thank you so much for having me. I'm happy to answer any questions you have.
0: (laughs) I love it. Miriam, tell us a little bit about who you are and what makes you so amazing.
1: Oh, how much time do we have?
0: (laughs) We got all the time Um, in the world.
1: I know. Um, I think what I'm bringing to the table in this space is that I've been fascinated with systems and productivity and organization since I was a little kid. I had a mom that wasn't all that organized and she kept trying and I would be the one that kind of improved what she set up or maintained it. So I learned a lot while waiting near the door for the rest of my family to be ready to go to the movies. (laughs) Um, And I'm just a super curious person all the time. So I'm always looking for patterns and how things work together. And I've pulled all my various experiences into this um, business that I created more than organized. It's not just about being tidy. It's about what you do to set yourself up for success and create a nurturing and supportive environment in all its many different forms. And so I, you know, all kinds of things. I've worked retail and restaurants and advertising and marketing and um, housewares and photo, assistant and I've worked at magazines and publications and rock venues. And I bring a little bit of all of those different things into my work. And so people get a much broader vision of it than just throwing a container and a label around something.
0: So for the benefit of people who are not watching this on video, I need to describe what is behind Miriam at this moment. Okay. First of all, everything has a label, right? She has these really neat vertical folders. They all have labels on them. She's got these really cute boxes, you know, these little pullout boxes that also have, uh, you know, labels. Everything is so organized and tidy. She even has a to-do list, which is framed on her wall. Right. And I'm looking at that, first of all, in awe, because here I thought I was a great organi- organized person with my IKEA desk and my IKEA boxes that I have in the closet. And I also put labels on them, you know, like all, for all my international chargers. Every time I travel to a new country, I throw all my excess currency in there so I can find it later. You never know when you're going to need those Thai bats again or, right. you know, the or euros or whatever. Right. So it's all in a box. Right. Or mm-hmm. the international plugs, all that neat stuff right? But it's more than that, right? It's one thing to be organized on your desk and in your, in your immediate area. I can tell you from my side, one of my biggest pet peeves, and it reflects in the, you know, in the way I structured my space is that I hate cables, right? So everything mm-hmm. has to be Bluetooth or I have to be able to hide the cable sufficiently. Otherwise I do not want it on my desk.
1: Right. Do and that is like, when you have a Mac or a PC.
0: I have a Mac. Of course,
1: because
0: it's your cable, and I have two USB C <laughs> hubs. You know, a velcroed mm-hmm. under the bottom of the desk. So yeah, my cable management game is actually pretty good, right? Mm-hmm. So what happens is that I managed to get rid of about eighty percent of the clutter, right? I mean, yeah. I still have you know like my Rodecaster Pro, which is about the size of a, I don't know, like an air fryer a little short air fryer, you know, things like that in the three, in the three, uh, you know, between the laptop screen and the screen and the other two monitors, you know, like I'm, mm-hmm. I'm looking at three monitors right now. Right. So yeah. yeah, it sort of suits my personality, but at the same time, right. I do I, like it. I find it hard just to keep that organized just to keep my own sanity. Right. And I think one yeah. of the things that, uh, that you bring to the table is sort of help people understand the psychology and the manifestation of being organized so that you can go back to, you know, like, so you can focus better. You can make things happen so you, you can find things better. I know a lot of people are just like, don't touch my mess. I know where everything is. Yeah, right. They don't. You know, like, they lie. They don't. <laughs> right.
1: It's one of my favorite huh? tricks. I take a pile of stuff that my clients have and I turn it over and I go, okay, tell me what's in there. And they can't.
0: Let's talk about this concept a little a little bit about mm-hmm. connecting organization, productivity, and of course, your money mindset into making right. everything, you know, getting you into a state of flow. How yeah. does that look in your world?
1: Yeah. So I'm a little bit ADHD myself. I'm an idea person. I have endless curiosity. I will sit around doing everything but the actual work. <laughs> so everything is designed to make it easier to remember what I'm doing. So I use this framework of deep daily and deliver, which is doing um, my deep work, the writing, the content, difficult conversations, anything that's going to take a little more of my creative energy. First thing, 90 minutes, sometimes it's only half an hour, depending on the day, but I do that first. And then I do daily work, and create as many habits and routines around that daily work. And I can usually do all my daily work in about 45 minutes. That's the check in the email, the responding to stuff, the posting on social media, the checking in on the various social media things, um, returning client phone calls, preparing client documents, that kind of thing. And then um, deliver is typically 90 minutes to three hour block where I'm actually interacting with clients Um, and or um, doing a video or or some content writing, um, again, if I don't have a client that particular day. So it's all about knowing what your desired outcome is. And if it's to deliver great client services, what do you need to do that? And what do you need to do to keep the leads flowing in so you have the clients to work with? And what is the minimum amount of stuff you have to do every day to keep the business up and running? So... Some days I can work 10 hours and use that framework and get tons done. And other days I might have a bout of depression or super ADHD or a migraine and I can't do as much. And so it allows me to scale back and zoom in and zoom out depending on what my energy levels are on a particular day. But to get all that stuff done in the most effective way, you have to set it up. That's the organization part. That's the actual things part. And it's not about being perfect. The fact that you have 80% of your um, clutter out of the way, Jeff, that's excellent. I have. I still have piles on my desk because they're in process. It's not gonna always be clear and streamlined and every surface um, free of stuff. If it's the stuff you use to do the work, it's okay. Just make it easily accessible, the best version of the things that you like to use. And um, maybe some things even rotate. Like I don't do my own podcast, so I don't have a boom arm with my microphone on it. But I pull it out once or twice a week when I do a Facebook Live or a podcast interview. And so I have a smaller desktop tripod for mine. But it's, it's all about what you need to do your work in any given moment. Um, and starting with the end in mind, you know, what's the purpose of having a microphone? What's the purpose of having your kid's backpack accidentally in the room? You know, what is that purpose and what do you do about it? And how can you recover as quickly as possible when you do get an interruption or a distraction?
0: You know, one of the things I do, you know, so like my big, my one big tip here is to really plan for the lifestyle you want to have, not necessarily Mm -hmm. the one you have now. So my big thing is travel. Right. You know, Mm -hmm. it's like, I don't want, although I love my man cave where I'm at right now, I don't want to be constrained by it. Right. So Mm -hmm. I pay for example, for a, we work subscription so that I can work in any office building around the world. Right. Mm -hmm. Or or at least where they have locations. And, you know, and even though there are some months I don't even use it because my closest one is like 35 miles South in Miami. Right. So Mm -hmm. it's, you know, it's crazy. I'm paying for something almost that I never use, but it becomes indispensable if I'm in Berlin, If I'm in Sao Paulo, if I'm in Mexico City, right? Right? And what happens is that, um, you know, then it reflects also on the tech that I surround myself with, you know? So Mm -hmm. I have like a, you know, a decent laptop that I can travel with. The microphone, I also have a, you know, like an interface that I can bring with me. I can, I mean, Mm -hmm. the backpack will be super heavy, but I can bring this with me. Right. And I think that's one of the things that, you know, like people, you know, like sometimes don't think about, you know, it's like, well, you get this, you get this big, uh, big piece of, uh, of equipment. Well, then, well, now how are you going to, then how are you going to work with it? Right. And I think that, um, you know, that's one of the things that helps me. Right. And I think that, um, you know, the more people think about, like you said, with the end in mind, you know, that'll also color your purchasing decisions. Right. Whether I get this microphone or that microphone. This laptop or that laptop. Um, these mm-hmm. headphones or those headphones. As long as you're mm-hmm. intentional about everything that you're trying to bring into your life and think about hard, the utility that it's going to bring, that's what brings not only the joy, the joy of working, the joy of organizing, but also, mm-hmm. you know, the effectiveness of how you get it done, Right.
1: Exactly. And it can help you. Um, You made a good point about the life you want to live. You know, I'm going to use just a very visual example for people. So let's say you decide you want a fancy sports car and you haven't cleaned out your garage. It's really hard to spend that money on that fancy um, car without having the garage to pull it into. Right. So what if the first step to buying that car was actually cleaning out your garage? Maybe there was some stuff in there that you could use to sell to put towards that car and or at a minimum you have the space and the safe place to store that car once you get it right so it's always the end in mind what is your desired outcome and let's work towards that and see what steps need to be taken to get there
0: so when a new client knocks at your door and tells Mm -hmm. you oh my god i am so disorganized help dig me out i mean you know we're not necessarily talking about the hoarders of the world But we are talking about people who do strive for and need a certain degree of organization and just need a really good talking to, you know, and some good frameworks on how to (laughs) implement that. What does that look like? What does that look like in your world?
1: So everybody has their own thing that um, holds them up in terms of organization. Usually... There's just so much information coming at us day in, day out. And if you haven't taken the time to set up a system or figure out what your process will be for dealing with that information, it quickly becomes overwhelming. And then you throw in the kids and the spouse and the business you're running and all the other things, and it can just feel like I don't have the energy to do this. Or someday I'll have seven hours to deal with this pile instead of thinking, what can I do to make it better for tomorrow? What's one thing I can do to make it an improvement that over time will lead to exponential results, right? So even if you only have 10 minutes, organize one half of your desk, one third of your desk, one quarter of your desk. Um, And of course, everything I talk about is mirrored physically and in your digital world as well, so every aspect has its mirror. In reality (laughs) um but what can you do to clean out that one bathroom drawer or your sock drawer or you know your email inbox what can you do to get it to the point where you are oriented so you know what your next step with that process is not just spending all your time finding the thing and then doing that one thing and leaving the mess of the stuff you moved around while you were looking for the thing right it's um it's kind of a self-fulfilling prophecy. When you look for something, you're going to make a bigger mess and a trail behind you the whole time you're looking for it. So be really aware. Um, I think we move too fast a lot of the times these days. We don't slow down enough to realize that we just put a notebook that's precariously full of other pieces of paper hanging out of it on top of the pen and our glasses. And then you're like, I can't even do the thing. Where are my glasses? And as you find, finally find them, you pull it out from under the notebook and it goes flying all over the office. Right. And then you got 10 minutes of picking up the paper and putting it back in the binder or the file. And you wonder where your day went. Well, you did it to yourself (laughs) because you went too fast. You have to go at the speed your brain can process what you're doing. Um, And if you don't, it's just a recipe for chaos, really. You can get faster you know, as you go, know, but yeah.
0: You know, one you of the start. things, you know, it, I, along the lines of finding things, right? You know, I got this deal mm-hmm. for these uh, Apple AirTags, right? And I was just like, yeah, I'm gonna put one in my wallet. I'm gonna hang one of my keys, you know? And then I realized like, I'll, now I'm just carrying around extra bulk because those things aren't thin, right. you know, and they're how kinda often, thick.
1: How often have you actually lost your wallet or your keys? If you have a routine, that involves muscle memory your body will know there's something very wrong if your keys aren't in the wrong right place and you're more likely to remember where you left them relying on things that allow you to track it in an app has you put something else on your phone or your laptop it has you have to program it or connect it 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 assumes that you haven't dumped them in the lake it (laughs) assumes it's not somehow hiding in an rsid Pack it somewhere, I mean it it just assumes a lot of things are going to go right for it to happen in the first place, and it's bigger and heavier and bulkier, and it's one to four more pieces of stuff involved in in tracking those things, yeah,
0: I love it, Thank you, you so much do, for articulating that
1: yeah, what would you do if you didn't have tiles? you would find a hook by the door to hang your keys you would put your wallet on your valet stand on the dresser every night before you go to bed, whatever it is. But the tech isn't always the solution. And often it is the thing that keeps you from doing the stuff because you buy the solution and then you got to have three hours to figure it out, install it, practice with it, learn it. And you say, Oh, I only have two hours. I'll do that on Saturday. And then your kids want to play or your dog needs a walk and you don't do it. And then it's just sitting there in your way and you haven't installed it, and you aren't using it, and it's in the way. Every time you go to look at the thing, you worry about why you didn't actually do it, and then you feel bad. (laughs) It's like TikTok in your house. (laughs) It just makes you feel bad. Yeah.
0: So let me ask you something. Once somebody goes through this, right, they get a little bit more organized. They end up being more productive. They figure out a good system, you know, for getting things done during the day. How does that help you then with your money Mm -hmm. problems, right? Let's get to the, let's get to the crux of it. You know, like you go, you go through all this framework. How does that then, you know, affect the bottom line, if you will?
1: Yeah. So I believe everything's connected. And when I figured out that most of my clients were struggling with money, um, Maybe not necessarily the amount of money they have, because it doesn't seem to matter how much money you actually have. Everyone has money issues, whether it's having an abundant mindset or a mindset of lack and and there's just not enough to go around, whether it's, I'm not good at money, whether it's, um, oh, I don't need to worry about that. I've got plenty of money to throw at it. All of those things can be limiting beliefs right? that can get us in trouble when it comes to stuff because we use our money for stuff. It's the tool, the transactional tool to get the stuff that we desire. And sometimes it's services we desire, but often those services come with more stuff that needs to happen. Um, And so I find that when people don't want to think about money, they don't make the connections that all of these things go back to the original decision of what you purchased, right? So how many versions of things do you need? Is it on sale? How many did you buy just because it was on sale? And now is it in your way? Um, Do you need to uh, pay someone to do that for you? Or do you need the thing that helps you do it easier? Like all of those things are connected to money. And it goes back to my comment about orienting yourself. Where are you in your workflow? Where are you in your money situation? How are you anticipating the future and making things better today so that each and every step adds to um, both your wealth and your free time and getting towards your desired outcome. So that's where I made the connection. And it, it's uh, panning out, like that whole concept. It's like I just throw in the little money mindset things as I work through people's clutter with them. And by the end, they're much more likely to go and learn more about money and what it can do for them. Um, than being afraid of it. So it's very empowering, especially for women who for, you know, we're we've been told since we were kids we weren't in charge of the money, we weren't good at the money, we weren't, you know, we make less. So why would we bother with it? All those various things go into it. And um just knowing what you have, where it is, how you can contact the people about it <laughs> can be super empowering.
0: I love it. Miriam, thank you so much for sharing that. Can you please let everyone know how they can learn more about you and how can they reach out to you directly?
1: Yeah. So the best way is my website because that's the hub where all the stuff is uh, more than organized.net. And I'm on all the socials and the the buttons are there on the website for you to connect. Got a YouTube and a Facebook and um, Twitter and LinkedIn. So all the things are there and the contact form from the website if you want to reach out directly
0: i love it miriam thank you for joining me today it's been a lot of fun and i love talking about this you know it's like i think it's something that a lot that a lot more people need to understand you know that Mm -hmm. all of this is interconnected not only you know having yourself organized keeping things straight Mm -hmm. in your own head keeping things straight in your business but it also has a lot of downstream effects which really help so thank you for joining me today Mm
1: -hmm. You are welcome, Jeff. Thank you so much for having me. And just, you know, everyone remember that you can actually work on all these things simultaneously. You don't have to work, not like multitasking, but you don't have to get organized before you do the other things. You can be getting organized while you do the other things.
0: I love it. Thank you for being here. Thank you so much for listening to the One Big Tip podcast. If you're a six to eight figure entrepreneur, business coach, or speaker who would like to be on this show, we need to talk.